Welcome to Honey Do Me, a podcast that goes into the bedroom and beyond, hosted by Emma Norman and Cass Anderson. Here at Honey Do Me, we don't have all the answers, so we chat with experts, educators, and badass changemakers to get them. We are here to remind our listeners and ourselves that what we're going through is normal, that we are worthy of love and pleasure, and that we are all in this together. So tell us, honey, how do you do you? Hello. Hello. Hi. Take 32. (laughs) Jesus. Seriously. But we're here. We're here. Yeah, we are. We hope you are too. (laughs) I'm almost here. I'm a little hungover, but I'm almost here. As always. Just kidding. (laughs) It's not not common. I'm going to say that. All right. (laughs) Well, today we have a super exciting (laughs) episode for you. Actually, though, we are really excited about this one. We are talking about cannabis and mm-hmm. sexual health and pleasure, which is so cool because that's never really something I've connected before. No, never. I've only associated it with like social as in like, you know, how you would drink. And mm-hmm. I never thought that it could really be used in like the sexual wellness space. Definitely. Um, so I'm very excited. I was very excited to explore that. Were you a big pothead growing <laughs> up? <laughs> No, no. Um, I tried weed for the first, I actually, so if I tell you how young I was the first time I tried it, you would be like, yes, you were a pothead. I was like 13. I'm going to say 13. Probably. 13 feels good. 13 feels like, like I won't get notes about. I was an old 13. (laughs) I was an old 13. A ripe 13. There you go. So I went with my dad to drive my sister and all of her friends over to the beach one night and I was just going along for the drive just because I love the beach um but I knew secretly that my sister and all of her friends were going to smoke weed for the first time or probably the not the first time but they were going to smoke that night mm-hmm. my dad didn't know obviously. how did you know that I think she told me mm. I think she said like we have it and we're going to do this or something and I just wanted to like look at this <laughs> look at my weed <laughs> um so anyway so I was like that was really funny And so I was just going to go and drop them off. But then my sister like taps me on the shoulder and was like, hey, Emma, do you want to stay? And I was like taken back. (laughs) And I like contemplated this moral dilemma, but ultimately wanted to try weed really fucking bad. Mm -hmm. So um, I ended up staying and then all of her friends helped get me high for the first time. And it was really fun. And we listened to some jams. (laughs) I thought I hallucinated. I didn't. Um but I wanted to say that I did for the first time. And so that was really fun. And then Beautiful. I, I know. <laughs> and then I like, I smoked a little in high school and then I just haven't really on and off in college, but yeah. I mean, I was terrified to smoke. <laughs> um, so when all my friends started or like started trying it, I was too scared and I knew <laughs> that I was going to get in trouble. The police were going to come to get me <laughs> and I would immediately be apprehended. Um, <laughs> And so I didn't mm-hmm. when all of my friends did. Granted, I don't think I was invited to try it with them either. So I think it was like a combination. I don't know if I was so... given the opportunity. <laughs> Let's just say it was because I didn't want you to. You made the moral choice to not mm-hmm. do weed. Moral dilemma. <laughs> yes, you get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I smoked like every once in a while throughout 
like high school maybe like once in college mm-hmm. I don't know so like not a ton but I recently so for those of you that don't know I have endometriosis which is a condition where the uterine lining grows in other parts of your body I recently yeah. heard that it can grow in like your lungs Ugh, and your brain so fucking scary. insane yeah so it's a really shitty condition mm-hmm. um, that I think one in 10 people with uteruses have, which is wild. Because I'm going to shout out a really quick yeah. fact that I learned. One in 10 people have cancer. So when you're comparing mm-hmm. those two, a lot of people have cancer and a mm-hmm. lot of people have endometriosis. And that's just it's just crazy how unheard of endometriosis is. It takes a really long time for people to like get diagnosed with endometriosis. So for clarification, I have not actually been diagnosed. I've had multiple physicians tell me we think this is what you have I have all of the symptoms but they aren't willing to do a surgery because it's an exploratory surgery um and my options are pretty limited even if they did find out I had endometriosis anyways Mm -hmm. so I am always looking for things to help with that because every time that I get my period I have like 10 out of 10 pain like cannot move get out of bed I'm usually vomiting for the first few days it's debilitating is really the only word I have for that. And I've been trying lots of different things. Um, I just feel like the medication that I'm prescribed is really a Band-Aid and it's not fixing anything. So trying a lot of different things. And I stumbled upon cannabis for use with like sexual health problems, which I guess endometriosis kind of Mm -hmm. fits under. Um, And so in that research, I found the amazing and the beautiful Antoinette Gomez, which is who we have on the podcast today. She's phenomenal. She is the founder and CEO of Pleasure Peaks, which is the leading Canadian cannabis brand for improving women's sexual health, full-time cannabis consultant, public speaker, and the host of Pleasure Talks podcast, which is a phenomenal podcast that goes into all of the subjects that we're going to cover today with Antoinette, just on a deeper level. So Mm -hmm. if you like what you hear today, definitely go check out Pleasure Talks. Um, And we're just really excited to share this one with you. I learned a lot that I am excited to explore personally. Mm -hmm. um, And I'm excited to get back to you on how those things work for me. And if you have endometriosis, we should hang out. Because I don't have any other friends (laughs) with endometriosis. And I would love, yeah, love a friend. (laughs) Love a friend. (laughs) Yeah, I was very excited to learn about um, CBD more too. Mm -hmm. Because that's something that I'm interested in using more in my life. Because I'm not as interested in using weed. But CBD sounds like a really great alternative yeah it's like a a step in the yeah direction baby step dipping your toe in yeah yeah so there's really something for everybody in this episode if you're like "Mm, cannabis really isn't my thing that's okay we talk about so many things maybe yoni steams your thing or yoni (laughs) eggs yeah so (laughs) stick around because there's a lot of cool stuff that we talk about and we are gonna see on the other side of the episode either way Well, hi, Antoinette. We're so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, we love to start out by just having you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Thanks. I'm Antoinette Gomez. I own a woman's sexual health company called Pleasure Peaks. I started it back in 2015. Um, I guess the reason why I started it is my background is in holistic nutrition in the healthcare space. And when I was working in the healthcare space, I noticed that there was just a huge demographic of women who weren't being catered to in terms of medical products or wellness products for sexual health ailments. And that was just very eye-opening considering there is a huge demographic 
like a woman that are really wanting those products and are really wanting tools to really help them either have sexual pleasure or relieve sexual pain. And um, yeah, that's really where the birth of Pleasure Peaks came from. And we know that cannabis has a lot of medical applications that I found while working in the chronic pain space. And I just put two to two together. And it's been a beautiful journey for the past like eight years, like doing it. It's been intense um, and it's grown so much. We also have a Pleasure Talks podcast where we talk about everything from cannabis and sexual health. We have retreats where, where we have tantric cannabis couple retreats where couples can really just get together and go on like a cannabis hedonistic <laughs> lover's island <laughs> experience, it. which is so beautiful. And uh, we also have like online workshops too for rape survivors to really um, heal in a safe space with different experts as well. So it's been a very pleasurable journey that I love, absolutely love doing it because it's just helped so many people. And I just love raising awareness on all the million ways that you can really use cannabis in the bedroom. How did you first put two and two together that you feel like cannabis really would help sexual health and wellness? Um, is that something you've always had in your lifestyle that you've used it for your health and you wanted to share or did you kind of like come upon it and wanted to like start making it a company and share it with the world? It definitely started with my first time working at a chronic pain clinic and realizing that one of my patients mentioning the word endometriosis. And I was like, endo what? Like, what is that? <laughs> and I was just shocked that the words that were coming out of her mouth, her not being able to have sex for years with her husband, not being able to get pregnant, the infertility. And I just really felt for her because I felt that for me to be put in that position, I definitely want to have kids one day. And I can't imagine not having pleasurable sex mm -hmm. at least, you know, once a day. <laughs> so I felt that it was very heartbreaking for me to hear. And once I found out, because it was something that was also hard for this person to even mention, even to a medical professional, right? Because right? mm -hmm. it is a lot of stigma and shame and Absolutely. attached to it as well, which is totally normal. And when I found that out, I just really wanted to help her. So I did my own research. I was looking about what endometriosis was. Um, and I was just finding that it's the endometrial tissue that um, the nerve endings are constantly inflamed. And I was working with other patients and learning about cannabis alternatives too. Because like, these patients were like, <laughs> it's so funny once working in the medical space, I feel like you learn everybody smokes weed for some yeah. reason. <laughs> and, um, One reason or another, we're all doing it. <laughs> right? And then I had, we definitely had a lot of MS patients that use cannabis topically and edibles for MS, which is nerve damages again on the skin. So I felt that if it's just nerves, like we already know cannabis is incredibly effective. Let's try that there, right? Because mm -hmm. smoking cannabis can, yes, definitely help, but I don't find that's the best solution. There has to be a better application for that, right? And that's why I'm just a geek on medical cannabis applications because I think there's so much we can do. I honestly want to create the first cannabis epidural one day, and I tell oh people that because there are so many things that we can do with cannabis. But once we realized, like, I, I realized that I had to start testing this. So we tried testing different cannabis lubes, cannabis suppositories. And when she, I was just like, you know, why don't you just try infusing your herb into oil, a coconut oil, because coconut oil is pretty safe for majority of women, not all women, not women who have, um, or have like, um, 
clog pores easily. Mm-hmm. I find that women don't like coconut oil, but majority of women find coconut oil is very safe and you can infuse that. And once I told her that she was just like, oh my God. <laughs> She's like, I actually had an orgasm with my husband and I haven't had one in years. And I was like, wow. And this was something that was super shocking to me. And, um, and she's actually spoken on my podcast about it and on, and on endometriosis and there's so much to it. But after that, she became lit up again. She was having a full life because if you don't have a healthy sex life, you don't have a healthy life. Mm-hmm. And she was, you know, so excited for this and she felt it was definitely giving her relief, but not all the time. So then we started trying suppositories and that was even better for her, way, way more effective for her. But we didn't know that six months after using suppositories, she would get pregnant. And that was insane. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's amazing. That's Yeah. Incredible. After being told for years that she would never be able to bear a child, that she had to constantly do these surgeries, that, you know, she was put on so many different hormonal medication and just using cannabis lube people. <laughs> <laughs> There's something here that um, deserves to be shared amongst women and help Mm -hmm. each other because these are stories that, yes, we may not have at the dinner table, but it could definitely help someone. Mm -hmm. Maybe not save a life, but like create one. (laughs) That's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that's an amazing story. As somebody who does have endometriosis, um, Mm -hmm. which is actually how I found you, um, I feel like so many times I've heard there's nothing that we can do for you. Like just, I think it does save a life. Like if you can help somebody with their endometriosis, because I know that in a lot of ways, like my endometriosis has taken a lot from my life. Um, So it's just so cool to hear like, oh, actually there is something because I can't even name how many doctors I've been to. And I'm only 24. So I know that there are women and other people with endometriosis who have gone for like way longer than I have not knowing what's going on and getting just a, sorry, you just have really bad cramps or there's nothing we can do for you. So I love that you are in the space of trying to actually find something. And I saw, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, and I saw a statistic on your website that one in 10 people have endometriosis, which is comparable to one in 10 people who have cancer. And it's like, we know so much about cancer and we are, you know, enough to arguably i don't think there's a single person on this planet that doesn't know what cancer is exactly right so it's just like if we have that same population of endometriosis and we're not talking about it that is huge red flags and as such a disservice to a woman from the medical field that i i just it breaks my heart and uh, that's why i believe that we got to share all of these cannabis alternatives because I'm not saying it's a cure. I'm not saying it will diagnose or treat you. I'm saying it's a great natural alternative that deserves to be heard and at least tried if, if, if wanted. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like the only options I've ever been offered were like an insane amount of prescription medication, like prescribed so much that I couldn't possibly take that amount by the time that it expired, which is just mind blowing oh, to oh me. Oh my gosh. Or birth control, like hormonal birth control that also triggers other issues for me. So it was just, yeah, left out of options. Yeah. Yeah. And I hear that all the time and it's, it's, it's so, it's so disheartening because Mm -hmm. 
cannabis, cannabis lube, guys, cannabis lube. <laughs> just, like, just, just, just share with your doctors. Mm-hmm. I also have another episode on my Pleasure Talks podcast about fibroids and how another woman who had a fibroid, which is basically like a malignant tumor in the uterus, um, was told that like she'll never be able to bear children. She was going to have to surgically remove her uterus. And after using um, Rick Simpson oil, uh, RSO oil, cannabis oil, she was able to shrink her tumor by three pounds. Three pounds. Pounds, pounds. not ounces, not like pounds. Oh my God. Right? Uh, tumor. That's so like there are so my many water sexual bottle health. That's full. <laughs> that's three exactly. pounds. Exactly. So there is so much to it. And it's really, I just really want to be there because I've, I've seen it with my own eyes and I'm here to just take up space in it because I feel like I feel like I was one of the pioneers who really started cannabis and sexual health. I feel like sexual health wasn't even really a term that was really used before I started. I would really argue that because I honestly haven't seen it since. <laughs> but what I've noticed is that like people are doing like cannabis pussy parties and like cannabis like lubes and all these things and like PMS cream. But there's so much more to that, and it's a disservice to put a shitty product out there that doesn't hurt Mm -hmm. help anybody and not talk about the whole issue there's millions of women that we can really help have a healthy um sex life and i'm so excited to get into it all with you guys today (laughs) we are too we literally have it all listed out every (laughs) aspect we want to get into before we do that though i would love if you could talk a little bit about the products that your company has Yeah, so uh, let's talk about the products our company has. We have created a medical and recreational line of our own formulations. We have our trademark. Our trademarks just came in, guys, like literally this week. This (laughs) is huge. So hopefully this will push our Canadian products to be launched soon. I don't know if you guys are in Canada or not. I'm based in Toronto, Canada. We're in Oregon. Um, We're in Oregon. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. So America has a way... Well, let's, I want to say better, but it's way more easier for entrepreneurs to get their products on the market. So Pleasure Peaks American products are going to be on the market real soon. I'm yay, so excited yay. about that, like literally before the end of year this year. Um, in Canada, we have a huge monopoly of the industry, creating huge barriers for entrepreneurs to get their cannabis products um, through the door. The only people who exist in our huge cannabis monopoly are ex-pharma, ex-police chiefs, you know, ex-political mm-hmm. insiders that are you know, now Mm -hmm. a part of the cannabis industry, which has left a lot of people of color, a lot of people who have tangible knowledge on the plant. And you can see that with the products we're creating. They're, they're very basic. They're not diverse. They're not for specific ailments. They're not, um, what what I like to say is like personalized medicine, which is very much a part of, um, cannabis having one product, but in different dosages and different Mm -hmm. terpene profiles, because after working with so many patients in cannabis, there's never a one size fits all, Mm -hmm. but yet we're seeing the same product from every company. Mm -hmm. And that comes from a lack of diversity in the industry and knowledge. So we have a huge way to go, but we have huge gatekeepers that aren't really allowing fresh blood in. So that's a huge issue for our products and, you know, I'm very vocal about that because I've been in the space for eight fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm arguably one of the most, um, you know, yeah. <laughs> noticeable people in the cannabis industry. And I still have lots of issues getting products on the market. Um, the ones that I want to get on, the ones that have great quality and stuff like that. So with that being said, it's been very difficult, which is why 
we focus on creating a platform for our women. We have an amazing, thriving community of people who love our podcast that write in our comments being, I listen to this with my husband. Um, you know, our retreats are great places to work on your sexual healing, you know, or work on your sexual pleasure in a non-stigma, uh, non-judgmental space um, that is really there catered to you and your pleasure. A lot of people haven't gone through anything like that. I feel like people today are just learning how to allow themselves to have pleasure, which is great. I've been pampered my whole life, so it comes naturally <laughs> to me. But I want people to understand that they deserve that too. Because if we're if we're not giving ourselves, we're completely depleted. And I find that a lot of people come to us when we get there. <laughs> so that's also what we wanted to talk about was your pamper pussy spa days. So what yeah, is, what is so that? I would love to do it. The pampered <laughs> pussy spa days came as a pop-up shop idea because my mom, going back to me being pampered my whole life, my mom <laughs> owned a salon and spa in high school. So even in high school, guys, I was waxed every week. I got my hair blown out every week. Oh I got God, facials. I, <laughs> I didn't have to pay for a single thing. I really hit reality real hard when I had <laughs> having to pay you for the pay things. for your own shit. It's really upsetting. <laughs> right but after being pampered like that I I was just like I love spas I love that and I want to do it with a group of women and talk about sex and you know just have a really cool safe space because I just love talking about sex and all these cool crazy things that I do Mm -hmm. (laughs) and when I first launched it we had you know cannabis infused um foot baths and like cannabis, um, CBD face masks and, um, some champagne, you know, so a little dab bar just for women to just feel fucking comfortable, leave mm-hmm. their worries at the door and just to be around other dope women and heal and feel better, you know, a place to like reboot basically. Hopefully one day pleasure peaks can get like a pussy spa. That'd be amazing. I love going to New York to the Juvenex spa. They know me by name at this point <laughs> because like, Every time I go to New York City, I'm like, yes, I'm coming for a Yoni steam. Um, I love getting my vulva steam. They have an amazing Yoni steam um, service there where um, at some hours of the day, it's woman only. So you can really go there. If you haven't got your Yoni steam, it's amazing. It's a very spiritual experience, um, energetic experience. But I'm definitely there in all t- on all alternatives of sexual health healing. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I Yoni is the word that I'm interested in. So you have Yoni eggs that you guys sell. No idea what the fuck that is. And I want to know more. I want to know what Yoni steaming is. Please go. (laughs) Yes. So yoni is a Sanskrit word for vulva. So Sanskrit is, you know, what we basically is the language we learn yoga in. My background is I used to be a yoga teacher as well. That's why I got into tantric yoga teaching, actually. And uh, once I learned about tantra, it changed my life. My God, I never loved until... I I found Tantra. It was such a beautiful experience to be able to not only share with other people, but to love yourself unconditionally, Mm -hmm. full heartedly and like multidimensionally, like heart, like mind, body and soul. It's such a beautiful space. And uh, I started that by going to a retreat with my ex-fiance and we beautifully just completely fell in love all over again when we thought that it wasn't going to work. And that's really hard to come by. And Mm -hmm. it really did 
bring us really close together. And it's really beautiful to honor your partner in ways that maybe you don't even know about your partner. It's really deep work for sure. And that's why we recommend the retreats because you get like a week to go through it and have lots of free time to reflect over the things that we talk about. But it's great for people who have trouble truly giving or receiving love, which I think, to be honest, anybody could feel that way at some point. So it's good for everyone. (laughs) But Yoni (laughs) eggs are so good. Yoni eggs are really cool is another alternative healing. So when I started Pleasure Peaks, I was just really curious on, you know, how how long has cannabis been used as an aphrodisiac? And it turns out it's been used as an aphrodisiac for thousands of years, like literally in a lot of um, ancient and Sanskrit texts and a lot of tantric rituals. Actually, they used cannabis to connect closer with their partners, which I thought was so cool. Thousands of years ago, guys, I'm not making this. I'm just bringing it back, you know, <laughs> never. And known. Um, yeah. I was I was wondering, like, what are other like ancient sexual health healing things? And that's when I found out in India that they were yoni steaming. And I was just like, who's doing that now? And then that's when I found <laughs> the Chivanek Spa. And then in Asia, I found out that the royals, um, the woman, the queens and the princesses, were giving specific jade crystal eggs to insert within their vulva because it increases their vitality, apparently, according to traditional Chinese medicine. And apparently jade, the crystal jade, reacts with the kidneys in TCM and it um, activates your erotic energy, which is really cool. So what we're finding is that, what does that mean, really? So like where I found with women using it, We've used in it, and sometimes you'll actually get your periods earlier. Oh, I've wow. actually heard women who were like postmenopausal get their periods back. No like, way. That's insane. It's so cool. Um, Mother's Day is around the corner, and whether you're celebrating your mama, grandma, guardian, or yourself, celebrate with the mother of all self care routines by trying out Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. This duo delivers a one-two punch in luxurious body care moisturizers with their Anduria Algae Body Oil and Anduria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature all-natural citrusy scent. I use both the body lotion and the Anduria Algae Body Oil once I get out of the shower, and I use it literally everywhere. This duo is my go-to for feeling glowy and hydrated for literal days, and the Osea Signature Scent is one of my faves because it's not overwhelming, um, but it's like a delicious and fresh smell that just lasts. Since 1996, Osea has been making seaweed-infused skincare that is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DOOMY at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to O-S-E-A malibu.com and use code d-e-w-m-e for 10 percent off god i have no idea how it works i don't know it's traditional chinese saying, medicine I, I just put a crystal up my pussy and i have a i don't know okay? it just happens i don't know but i'm super interested on alternative health and how it will you know be in the future um I really didn't don't like that yoni eggs get such a bad rap 
There has mm-hmm. been so many sex doctors and sexologists being like, don't put anything in your pussy. Don't mm-hmm. nothing. Like don't do anything. <laughs> well, it's just like, fine. You know, like, I want to have some fun, <laughs> but they say it could be porous, right? So you can get mm-hmm. some maybe bacteria in there. I don't know. Do you clean your sex toys? Duh. So yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. just clean it like anything else. They're very safe. Um, one thing, what I will say about Yoni eggs is that, People love them, right? They're so drawn to them. And once they get them, they think of getting a small egg because they don't want to get a big egg right off the bat, right? Because it could be a little heavy. Mm -hmm. But getting a smaller egg is harder to work with than a large egg. So that's where people get confused. (laughs) That's good to know. It's because your pelvic muscles, usually because of age, because of hormones, because of birth control more specifically that weakens your pelvic um, flooring because of those extra hormones, we don't have very strong pelvic muscles, right? And when we can't contract our muscles because they're so weak, we can't, we can't get to the small egg, you know what I mean? We can mm-hmm. only get to the big one. We can only work with the big because we can't um, contract small enough. So we get we start with the big one so we can start squeezing it, so we can start seeing how it feels there. I love yoni eggs. I love doing yoga with my yoni eggs. I've even had sex with yoni oh eggs, which God. is pretty cool. It's very powerful. Cool. It's super crazy witch stuff. It's awesome. Witch stuff. <laughs> but, but I love that some yoni eggs have drilled holes in it. And the drilled mm-hmm. holes are because we'll either put like um, a non-bleached string or like mm-hmm. a hemp wick and you can tie a little knot. So if you can't push it out because your pelvic muscles aren't strong enough, you can pull it out. So you're, you're learning how mm-hmm. to move the egg in the body. It is so cool. I know women who are like super expert at this, who can like flip it up oh and over inside God. them because they are so in tune with their pelvic floor so cool i love them um and i what i love about them is that they we have the jade egg which is about you know vitality Mm -hmm. and erotic energy anyone who feels very dormant uh in that root chakra we also have the rose quartz which are for women who are maybe feel a little bit dormant in their self-love area right who because Rose quartz is incredible for people who have a lot of insecurities and self-doubt and um, self-love issues. I recommend having like a rose quartz um, necklace right beside your heart. I swear to God, try it for a month and, you know, it's there. It's the proof is there. Um, We also have the black obsidian. Black obsidian is known for absorbing negative energies and traumatic energies this is incredibly uh, beneficial for rape survivors and sexual assault survivors. So that can be incredibly healing for women. So we have different types of yoni eggs for whatever your sexual health or desires needs are. And um, yeah, start with a large one if you can. Don't get too scared of it. (laughs) (laughs) And if you are over the age of 45, just because of the of the natural tissue around that age, using a smaller one is just as fine, just because we don't want to add too much weight in that pelvic mm-hmm. floor at that time. Wow. I was like stunned into silence that whole time. I was just so interested <laughs> in what you were saying. I've never heard of Yoni Eggs. I brought it up to Cass when we were going over like what we wanted to ask you about. And she's like, you haven't heard of them? And I'm like, I don't know what the hell this is. So that's so cool that it's used for like your sexuality. I thought it was mainly for like strengthening 
which I guess it kind of works in conjunction with that, but it's they a main are a thousand percent used for strengthening. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure that I think people sell like surgical steel ones and stuff like that, oh my God. but I'm all about healing. I'm right. not really yeah, about strength very... and my company's not about strength. It's mm-hmm. about healing, you know, and a lot of people feel dormant without love trauma. Mm-hmm. And I think those are more important issues than strengthening because yeah, <laughs> strengthening is good, but I think it's, um, it's like cosmetic, right? right. It's like yeah. an extra bonus. Right. No, that's beautiful. I love everything that you just described about them. I think it's so important too. I think like I can say this personally, and I'm sure for other people, it's really easy to get disconnected from like your womb space mm-hmm. or just like totally any part of your body. So it becomes very medical. It becomes very like, this is what happens when very I, medicalized. I only think about it when I'm having my period. So really connecting back with it and having a tool to really connect with that space, I think is really mm-hmm. cool. One question I have, does it feel like, how does it feel the first time that you do it? It's so interesting. I definitely felt like a chicken the first time. I was like, there's an egg inside me. I'm like literally going to lay something. Oh my and the first time um, I got it from this woman and she didn't give me any instructions and it wasn't drilled. So I was pretty screwed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't know how to get it out of me. And I was freaking out. And I was like sitting over the toilet trying to catch this egg. It was such oh a funny experience. And I was so scared and freaking out. But then as soon as like I got it out, I just started laughing by myself because I was just home alone and just laughing on the floor in the bathroom floor (laughs) on like how just connected, but how eager I am to get connected and how interesting that this is just the beginning of the journey for me. And I absolutely knew it at that moment because... I knew I had to do more work there, but it was such a beautiful experience for me. You just <laughs> but laid it feels a fucking like egg. An egg. <laughs> just like yeah. <laughs> I would definitely, yeah, I would definitely go for a drilled one. I would be so nervous to like pop something up and not know how to retrieve. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> but that is so funny. Oh my and gosh. then you find out your pelvic muscles aren't strong enough and you're like, damn. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> So you've talked a lot about how cannabis can help in all these different ways. So in regards to sex and pleasure and um, sexual pain and health and spirituality. So we'd love to get into all of that more. I think we'd like to start out and just get into sexual health just a little bit more. I'm wondering if we can talk about some like specific ways. You already alluded to it when you were talking about all of the amazing people that you've worked with. Um, But how cannabis can really help with those specific ailments. Like totally cramps, mm-hmm. pains. Yeah. Yeah. Those things. What I love about cannabis and I don't know, I feel like I'm just like a biohacker when it comes to cannabis. I'm the type of person that keeps cannabis oil in my purse and cannabis cream in my purse, CBD oil in my purse. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a completely different oil and yeah. cream. <laughs> and, you know, like even if I'm wearing heels all day and we're and doing you know, errands and walking around and my heels hurt. I'll just put cannabis cream on my feet so they don't hurt. Mm-hmm. Like there's just so many uh, like things that it, are, are a part of it. Right. So mm-hmm. let's talk about chronic pain first. So chronic pain, sexual 
health chronic pain is most likely um, menstrual pain, right? So when we think about like Midal and Advil over the counter, those candies that don't Mm -hmm, do anything mm -hmm. or take time to really kick in, I found out that using cannabis topicals, just like a cream, putting it directly over your lower belly, your lower abdomen, it will literally go away in five seconds. I promise you. It's incredible. And you're using cannabis, but you don't have to be high. So sometimes when people are like, oh, I'm so crampy, I'm just going to smoke a bowl before work. I don't really want to smoke, but I have to. Mm -hmm. No, you don't have to. (laughs) There's a cream, there's an oil and you can drive and you can like not be intoxicated and still get the benefits of cannabis and go about your day and be a wonder woman, you know? So that's a nice hack for people. I know um, another physical pain thing could be sexual intercourse. So a lot of women who have endometriosis or fibroids or even sexual assault survivors and rape survivors still feel pelvic pain um, during intercourse as well is pretty common. So using a cannabis topical like a lube or a suppository before sex is incredible. And I say before sex because it's not really like a lube. It's more like a marinade <laughs> because lubes, you're supposed to like, you know, keep things lubricated where right. marinades, mm-hmm. you really just want to use it 15 minutes before, make sure that you can absorb all of those amazing benefits that are allowing you to receive pleasure and mitigate those pain effects. So take that as a grain of salt. Um, Cannabis topicals can be good in that sense. If you are cramping as well um, in your lower back, which also happens for PMS, creams on the back are great too. Um, Let's talk about maybe psychological sexual health ailments. So a lot of people have sexual anxiety. Like that's very, very common today. We can't really feel in our bodies or get in the right headspace. So I love smoking CBD, like a vape CBD, just because smoking or vaping is a fast onset again. So within five seconds, you will feel relief, right? So that's really good to help people get out of that headspace, especially if it's like, really bad anxiety, like um, sexual assaults, um, PTSD before going into sex, CBD vaping, a thousand percent recommend. Um, So those can be really good for a lot of people to have a great sexual health experience. Um, And yeah, if you ever find that like you are very stressed out and you had a hard day and, you know, having a cannabis bath can really get you in the mood to having some sexy time later on and feel a little bit more rejuvenated. Um, is, is that you like know, a, you a just, bath bomb? Well, <laughs> I think, I personally think you can almost infuse everything. Like, I make cannabis pancakes every Sunday. Oh but my I just keep, like, a <laughs> cannabis-infused oil in my kitchen that mm-hmm. maybe I cook with, maybe I put on my skin, maybe I use it as a lube. It's just like a big cannabis coconut oil. I can also put that coconut oil into another jar with some Epsom salts and scrub it around and then just throw that jar into the bath and now I have a cannabis bath. So those are some great tips for you ladies. (laughs) Do you make your own or do you buy the, the oil, the cannabis oil? I like making my own because I get so much more oil and oil is so expensive these days on the market. Mm -hmm. It's so unfortunate, Um, especially here in Canada. I think legal CBD oil goes for like $300 to $150 for like an ounce, which is insane. Um, So cannabis doesn't really have to be expensive. Luckily here in Canada, we're able to grow up to four plants. You know how much four freaking plants gets you? Because those plants get Way more than anybody a single person can use, just (laughs) so you know. Wow. (gasps) And then what does smoking CBD 
feel like in like comparison to THC? Is it just more relaxed? Like I'm someone that gets pretty anxious when I smoke. Like, well, I'll get into that later. But smoking <laughs> THC, like I love it sometimes. Sometimes I get really anxious. So what is the difference when I smoke CBD purely? Yeah, I tried this like for the first time in New York City because there was hemp on every corner. And I was like, what's going on? And he was like, do you want a hemp joint? It is literally only hemp. Uh, so there's only CBD in there, zero THC. And what I found, it was that it felt like a, like decaf weed. It was so interesting. It was like, I wasn't high at all, but I was so mellow. I was so relaxed. Like, so I almost felt like I was like on Xanax. I was so relaxed, (laughs) but I wasn't high at all, which was Mm -hmm. great. So I felt like very much in control of my body, you know, very much control of my thoughts, just so relaxed. Like all of my anxiety went away for sure. So those are great alternatives, most definitely. Yeah, that would be something that I would definitely be interested in. You talked a little bit about suppositories, and I was wondering if you could talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, suppositories are great. You can also make them at home yourself. What I like to do by making them myself is not using a coconut oil because coconut oil obviously melts really easy. But if you get coconut mana oil, that's the secret sauce, guys. That (laughs) mana oil like really hardens very easily. Um, So it's easy to get into those suppository molds. If you don't have suppository molds, I know a lot of people just fill up straws and then they just cut their straws and then you get like a bunch of little ones and um, you can, yeah, make them at home by just using that literally the same thing, cannabis and coconut mana oil. It's just a different infusion um, and because it has a a different texture that's needed to be inserted. Okay. And is that something that you could also use? So I'm, this is a selfish question, (laughs) Um, but so when I get my period, I have, like I would say 10 out of 10 level cramps, like to where I can't get out of bed or they get so bad that it makes me nauseous. And so I'll be sick the whole day. So is a suppository something that I could use? Um, maybe if a cream wasn't enough or is a that a thousand okay. percent? That's what usually people go to suppositories for when the creams and the lubes aren't enough. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because the creams and the lubes are great, they usually have an onset effect of one to two hours. The suppositories have an onset effect for 48 hours. So it's way longer relief and and it's directly in your vulva. So it's Mm -hmm. directly applied. So it's going to be a lot more easier to absorb. Plus you're mostly, you're putting more product because it's a suppository. So there's naturally more product in there rather than like a lubricant would be or a topical. So a thousand percent would be way more beneficial for you then. (laughs) I love that. And then, sorry, no, you go ahead. With suppositories, do you feel anything mentally, whatever, when you're in I'm I'm real I get really anxious about feeling it mentally so I always wonder like what is that's a great question yeah thousand percent so what I love about suppositories is that you don't actually get high psychologically high okay but um which is great right so you can drive it's fine mm-hmm. but what I didn't know when I was testing the dosages guys <laughs> <laughs> was that you can actually get your pussy pretty high that like was my actually <laughs> and I was, I was like, like wow get this high? is <laughs> this is pretty crazy. Um, if it was the weirdest experience, I'll tell you the story because it's a funny story. I had this sex partner when I was in the phase of trying different kinks. And um, 
I was really excited with the sex partner and we always had great pleasurable sex. He was the one that made me squirt for the first time. So we did a lot of firsts together. <laughs> and this is when it was tested. I was like, hey, let's test out this cannabis lube. And he was like, awesome. He was like um, a doctor too. And he's like, hey, look, I got this from the hospital. I think you should add this to the, the lube. And I was like, this looks really sketchy. This isn't a silver bottle from the <laughs> hospital where did you get this what Unmarked is it for silver why is it going in my pussy yeah. all these questions and he was just like oh, it's it, i promise you it's completely safe it's just, it just helps you um absorb things a lot more faster and quicker i was like yeah that's that's easy <laughs> so i tried that and when i added that to my lube i shit you not guys i like was having pleasurable sex one day, one moment, and the next moment I was just like, I need to sit down. And he's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I just need to sit down. My pussy is greening out right now, and it's the weirdest <laughs> fucking feeling. And he's like, whoa, what is that? Like, what do you mean? And I was like... I feel like my pussy's just drunk as fuck. Like she's just <laughs> like honestly, I can just feel myself. My pe- like I was on the bed, and then I went on the floor because like my my pussy just wanted to be as close to the floor as possible. Oh you know, God. like as if you were like you have to get grounded. <laughs> like it was so funny that I got my pussy so high. Like I because like my whole arms, my head, nothing. I was great, but my pussy was like nah, not right now. <laughs> get to the earth. Just sit down. I'm gonna need a minute. <laughs> She was feeling it, okay, oh guys. Gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> but I thought when it when that happened, I was just like, Does, "Is there like a second consciousness down there? Is there like a second brain? Like how? <laughs> like why is she high? Like how is she this high? How is she reacting this way?" It was such a cool experience for me that I felt that there's a lot of wisdom mm-hmm. and down there that we're not really connecting to you enough and that really just really opened my eyes to my, what my pussy can do <laughs> me too if I felt like it was a separate entity that was totally disconnected that's insane that was literally my question and I was like expecting everyone to be like of course your vagina doesn't get high Emma but I thank you for proving my point <laughs> that it could. oh it can for sure <laughs> Oh That's what gosh. I love about cannabis lubes and suppositories is that a little bit of cannabis goes over a really long way too. Mm-hmm. So it's really amazing. Totally. <laughs> Are there certain <laughs> strains that you would recommend in regards to like sexual health and sexual pain? I get this question all the time. What's the best weed for sex? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I know it's like the best question ever, but it's so hard to explain because we all have an endocannabinoid system. So I don't know if you guys know that, but what's really cool about our bodies is like, you know how we have a muscular system, a skeletal system, a cardiovascular system. We also have an endocannabinoid system. Yeah. We have a system specifically to regulate weed humans. How oh cool God. is that? Not all, and not all, you know, living things, but humans do. So we were supposed to be smoking weed for sure. And, um, <laughs> What that means is that we have different receptors in the body that can um, process cannabinoids in the brain and the uterus all over our skin. This is why we can use topicals and we can get that highness apparently in our pussy too. <laughs> but but um, what I love about the endocannabinoid system is that it's just unique as your fingerprint. 
So your endocannabinoid system, Emma, is just as different as Cass's endocannabinoid system. So even if you guys both smoke the exact same product, you guys are going to have very different results just naturally because you have a different way of processing cannabis. And that's why, like, when you smoke weed with your friend, you're like, why am I the only one eating the whole like, box of pizza right now? You know, and everyone's just like either passed out or had dancing their life away mm-hmm. because we just process weed differently. And that's why it's important that people that consume cannabis in the very beginning stages um, go very slow and go very like start with small dosages and test out what works for them. It's very much like drinking for the first time, you know. You don't know how much is going to get you fucked up. Let's mm-hmm. see. <laughs> it's a trial and error process. Yeah. Try every single one. Wow, I had no idea that we had an endocannabinoid system. I think I may have heard it in my drug class, but the teacher was super hot, so I wasn't really paying attention. I was staring at him, so I kind of remember it, but... That's that, hard. A hot, yeah. like, health teacher? <sighs> Fuck. God, he was like 45 and the most beautiful fucking man Jeez, anyway, (laughs) I could go off about him, but I won't. I shall focus again. (laughs) But that's really interesting because I've had experiences where I've been super stressed out. I've been super like, I cannot focus my thoughts and everyone else is just like asleep that like took one of those like nighttime edibles or whatever, like the gummies. And it just like did not do the same thing for me. So that's interesting because I just need to figure out then where my path would be like what best works for me how you process cannabis and then once you find out what like how much you can take like maybe you notice that edibles you're okay with 10 20 milligram edibles 100 milligrams not for you you know but then like um you mentioned like what strain was the best one Mm -hmm. so strains yet again like some strains work really well for some people but some strains don't work well for other people so once you find a strain that works for you Learn about the terpene profile, which basically is like the essential oils of the plant. They really make up the aroma of the cannabis, but those terpene profiles really show you the effect of it. So like there's terpenes like limoline, right? Which are also found in lemons, which are very uplifting and like energizing, like lemon kush, right? So that would be like very uplifting weed, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? So if we have like you know, something else that's higher in like linalool, which is found in like lavender, it's probably going to be a very sedating kush. So it definitely takes time to really understand your weed. There's so much to it these days, but it's amazing that we have all of this information at our fingertips with Google these days because we didn't before, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, It's a little overwhelming. I've been to a couple dispensaries and I'm just like, I don't know where to start here, so <laughs> I just let yeah. my friend buy it. Um, you mentioned using like a cannabis lube or a suppository for sex. Would you recommend smoking before sex? Or I heard like I was listening to an episode of your podcast and somebody was talking about getting dry mouth and dry pussy. Um, <laughs> I'd love real. to hear more about it's that. Real. <laughs> yeah, it's real. Uh, if you smoke cannabis before we get cotton mouth right Mm -hmm. which is really just dehydration in the mouth it's really interesting how like our mouth to our pussy is like one tube made out of the same tissue which is really interesting so yes that area can be very dehydrated as well that's where the cannabis lube could be very helpful Mm -hmm. um cotton mouth they do have some products out there that help with cotton mouth but you know just drinking more water helps too Mm -hmm. um it's not really that big of an issue it's just you know human stuff (laughs) and um 
So like you would suggest more the lube and suppositories over smoking probably. I still suggest smoking before because I love smoking before sex. (laughs) I think it gets us in a great headspace to be creative and Mm -hmm. comfortable and loving and playful and explore it like each other's bodies. That's what I love cannabis for as a natural aphrodisiac. Um, But I don't think cotton mouth would deter me from, from doing that at all. I would just use lube and drink water, which is what I do. (laughs) What's really cool about cannabis um, is that it's a vasodilator the same way how Viagra is. So Viagra is a vasodilator in the way that it really expands the blood vessels to allow more blood into the penis for a stronger erection for X amount of hours. What cannabis used topically on the vulva, not on penises, because you just don't have that same mucosa so that's Mm -hmm. why it's really the female alternative to viagra um was putting cannabis um topically on the vulva letting it soak for 15 minutes that is a vasodilator allowing more blood flow into the uterus aka stronger orgasms more sensitivity to touch um you know way more pleasure mitigated pain so it's just a crazy concoction can you also use cannabis for stress and anxiety to help calm you down. Um, I know that like overall people use it definitely to be chill, but for people who maybe have like chronic anxiety or stress. Oh my God. I'll tell you guys a story. I used to have a roommate. Actually, when I started this company, I had a roommate and it was a couple and the couple was really chill. They're like a French couple, never came out of the room. So quiet. Me and my fiance were like, this is awesome. We never see them. <laughs> and, um, super quiet, you know, and I never thought really much of it, but, um, she came out into the kitchen one day to talk to me and she was like, um, I ran out of my prescription for my anxiety pills and I'm like super stressed out, but like, I've heard CBD helps. Do you have anything? And I was like, yeah, girl, I'll have a whole, you know, <laughs> Welcome cupboard to my closet. Full. Don't go in the kitchen. <laughs> you know, like, which one do you want? And she's just like, oh, I don't know. So I gave her some CBD oil to try. And um, I think like two days later, her boyfriend came to me and he was just like, hey, can I buy some of that stuff? Because that was more effective than anything she's ever taken. And she was like the type of patient that was like constantly shaking, very much like close to herself, really, really struggled with anxiety that it got, you know, it interfered with her work and her lifestyle. So I've definitely seen with my own eyes, a lot of people that have really, really chronic um, anxiety find tremendous relief in it. Thousand percent. Also, I've, I've heard so many doctors talk about CBD for PTSD and trauma for vets and anxiety and psychological issues. So I, I, I can definitely vouch for that. And it kind of just helps like relax the mind, relax the body and kind of just takes you out of kind of takes you out of fight or flight. Mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor, so I definitely can't speak about the mechanisms, but they have definitely mentioned that it's been effective for a lot of anxiety patients. Do yeah. you generally hear like CBD talked about more as uh, a treatment for anxiety or is cannabis as a whole a treatment for anxiety? I definitely hear CBD more specifically, but CBD is a huge component of cannabis and so either or, because CBD is a part of cannabis, so it's kind of like a trick question. <laughs> One more other thing we wanted to really get into is you talk a lot about spirituality with cannabis and CBD. One thing I really connected with was connecting with your divine and erotic energy with CBD and cannabis. So if you could go into that a little bit about how it helps you like connect and center yourself. 
I love it. That's why I really brought Tantra into the company as well. Because when I learned Tantra, they were like, you're not allowed to do any drinking or drugs while taking this course. And I was like, that's lame. Mm. <laughs> but that, um, that was really cool because I get to focus on Tantra and like learn so much about it. But I, I obviously knew the whole time that cannabis would have enhanced this experience a lot more. Cannabis can really give us a lot of focus, um, a lot of intimacy. And I think using those tools in and to bring your Tantra just a little bit higher really helps. I think cannabis has helped me in my spiritual growth because I started my spiritual growth through Ganja Yoga, you know, and what's really interesting is that when I would go to Ganja Yoga, I went one day, I got so obsessed. I started going three times a week for six months. After that six months, I took the course to become a yoga teacher immediately. I fell in love with yoga and cannabis. The whole time that I was going before I became a teacher, I was constantly arguing with my mother when I was doing yoga and she kept coming into my mind. It was so weird. Like I was just like, you know, Shavasana, just like doing a pose, tree pose. And then all being like, Oh my God, mom's such a cunt. <laughs> just like arguing with her. And it was so interesting. And every argument I had with her three times a week, it would like get better. And I would find, you know, comfort and clarity and resolution with that silent space to really be myself and and explore and forgive and grieve and all of those beautiful experiences that cannabis gives me um, because it allows me to be vulnerable. Cannabis really allows you to put your guard down. You don't have an ego. You're like, I don't give a fuck. I'm high. I don't know. <laughs> give me Cheetos. <laughs> you know, like you're, you don't, you're not, you don't have a huge ego when you're high. So you can really like mitigate all of that BS that you put on the world to work on what really matters. Right. And if you use that intentionally for your sexuality and your sexual healing, including journaling and meditation with the yoni egg while high, that's how I really love to explore my sexual um, cannabis experiences. Going back to my yoni steam, the first time I did a yoni steam, I knew I had to do it. Um, and I got high before, obviously. <laughs> and when I went there, it was just like this old woman coming up to like this chair that has a hole in it. And it's a beautiful, like divine chair. It's like, it's made out of wood. It's clearly hand carved. And there's like a hole in the middle of the chair. And this woman gets this really beautiful pot of herbs of like rose petals and a bunch of different other things. And she puts this pot under the chair. So the steam goes through the hole of the chair. And she's like, yeah, you're ready. Here is like a little table and some fresh fruit and some water and some tea. And you can journal away. I love the journaling aspect because I really wanted to meditate through that. What's really cool about steam and smoke, like we use in yoga, the sage, the palo santos, the reason why we do that is smoke is really good at cleansing energetic energy, which is so cool. I know it's very, you know, conscious We're and all about whatever, mm -hmm. but it's really good at cleansing the energy aura. So if you haven't cleansed your yoni, what is still there, especially if you're um, a woman with a vulva and seeing males with penises, he's literally leaving a part of him inside you every single time. And you're not really getting rid of that energetically. 
So I think that was really cool for me to want to go through something like that. And so I sat down and, you know, I enjoyed myself for the first five minutes. And I remember the first time I got my period, like really quickly after it too. But it was coming. It was going to come in the next few days. It just sped it up a little bit. Yeah. I was like, damn it. (laughs) But then all of a sudden, this um, guy came into my head. I was like, what? And it was the guy I lost my virginity to. And I haven't thought about him since it literally happened. So, like, that was, like, years. That was, like, eight years after the fact that I thought of him. He came to my brain. It was so weird. It was so vivid while I'm getting my yoni steamed. And then it just, like, disappeared. And then, you know, the second wave came up. And then for some reason, like, I thought about my ex-boyfriend, you know? And it, like, came and it, like, disappeared. And I was like, okay, cool. And still just, you know, meditating. And then I was just, like, overfilled with so much love there was so much loving energy that was like coming out of me it was so strong and then I felt my ex-fiance that was so cool who was very very much obsessed with me and it was a beautiful experience to feel all of those energies leave my body again but understand what they were for what it was Mm -hmm. and to just yeah reflect on that because I didn't ever Right. And I just sat with it for many, many years, apparently. So the Yoni steaming was a very cool, conscious, spiritual experience. I went with my Yoni as well as getting my pussy high. I think those are all very spiritual experiences. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I need to look up to see if we have any of the Yoni steams here in Portland. I would fucking go for what you just described it as. That sounds just cleansing, beautiful, relaxing, amazing, just totally for you. Right. And it's super cool that pussy spas are definitely starting to slowly come up. There's a V spot now in New York City. New York City always gets everything first. Yeah. But, you know, they, they there are so many different places that are putting all of these new vagina technologies and services out there, which are so cool. Um, but, yeah, check it out. If it calls to you, it's definitely worth doing. Some people do it at home. I don't recommend it because it's not really – it's very amateur. It could be too hot. It could steam. It could burn great <laughs> ladies. Like, don't do it. <laughs> you know, just yeah. wait till COVID passes yeah. and, you know, do it when you get, when you got some time and a safe space to. Probably wouldn't feel as special. Wouldn't feel home. as pampering to like yeah. get a pot ready with my dog barking at me in the next room, <laughs> telling everyone to leave exactly. me alone. Yeah. I'm steaming. I know. I squatted <laughs> over a hot pot of water. Like, God, wouldn't uh, be the same. Get out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, the Juvenex spot is lovely. Like, it really feel like outside of Toronto. I think it's in Chinatown or Koreatown. And, um, you go in there and it's like all there's like a crystal cave and they have like Epsom salt caves and different types of like water baths and it's just you'll be transported to another place for sure I'm sold we just gotta go to New York now yeah good thing this podcast (laughs) is taking off we have so much money to go we're ready to go Do you have any recommendations for how to find the perfect dispensary or is it just kind of you go in and you just need to research what you should buy? That's a good question. How to find the perfect dispensary. Um, There's so many like 
um, dispensary apps now that you, like it really just shows you the dispensaries in your neighborhood, like weed maps and stuff like that. My tips for how to find the best one for you is find one that's legal because, you know, you never know what's in the weed, especially since we're talking about sexual health. So it could be put on your pussy. That's very, very important to not put anything that's, you know, dangerous down there. And a lot of simple ingredients can be very dangerous, <laughs> like sugar. So it's really important that you go to a legal cannabis dispensary because you'll have the cleanest product available to you that's really important organic is always best um so that's what i would say for finding the best dispensary for finding the best product i would say um do your own research decide decide what kind of sexual experience you want before you go to the dispensary They'll be like, oh, we're just going to chai weed in the bedroom. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> and you're just committing to something that you have no idea what you're committing to. So, you know, what I like to say is before you go into that sexual experience with a partner or by yourself, decide, like, what is this going to be? Is it going to be, like, just you at home and that partner all your day? Are you going to go on a date? Are you going to have dinner? Maybe you're going to have the joint before you go home. Like, really plan it, especially if you're not a cannabis consumer because you don't want any surprises and you want to be planned for anything, right? Mm -hmm. So um, that's what I would say is really think of what experience you want for. Are you going for a bath because you want full body and you don't want to be high because you know that freaks you out? You know, like mm -hmm. have those, ask those questions for yourself before so you know what you're going in for, right? So, you know, like I only want CBD. I do not want to get high mm -hmm. or I only want, you know, suppositories or it's really about what sexual experience you are rather than the cannabis because we have a cannabis product for everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a lot of great information. Well, we have come to the amazing partner episode where we like to do homework for honeys. Where we talk about one actionable step we can all take to start incorporating what you talked about today. So would you do the honor of giving us our homework for this week? Heck yeah. Well, you know what? If you just listen to this whole podcast, you're welcome. Yes, it was seriously. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it was so fun talking to you ladies. What I would say, if you really love this podcast and you're super eager to get started into your cannabis, spirituality, sexuality, experience, journey, not just, you know, experience, but journey, mm -hmm. just getting started, ladies, mm -hmm. is what I would say is you know, let's get baked together. Let's get a little baked. There's nothing wrong with getting a little high. Uh, don't be scared of a little THC. And honestly, if you smoke a, a joint for your first time, only have a few puffs. You'll be surprised. You don't have to smoke the whole joint. Mm -hmm. Have two puffs <laughs> if it's your first time, you know, or, you know, if you're not and you've already smoked weed, I, I say, you know, smoke that joint for yourself. Treat yourself, you know. But after you do that, I want you to take a mirror Go to your bedroom or your bathroom, wherever you feel comfortable, and look at your pussy. Look at it. Like, seriously. I feel like so many girls and women these days just don't understand where where things are mm -hmm. in our vulva that we can't pleasure our, um, themselves. And even myself included, it took me a really long time to squirt on myself. And to be honest... Um, I was so comfortable for so many years just knowing that guys knew how to make me squirt. And like, I was like, I have toys, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> you know, and um, it's, it's so cool 
the connection you find with your pussy when you know where everything is and you know what she likes and you know how to make yourself come by yourself. It's incredibly empowering and it's been a new chapter in my life ever since doing that without someone else in my life, which has been beautiful. So I encourage you guys to get baked because you will have less judgment. You don't care if you're a little hairy, not so hairy, maybe (laughs) bigger, not as small, whatever it is. You know, I think all of all of us are beautiful. There's no reason to compare yourself to porn because we all know that porn is not real. Porn Mm -hmm. is like um, feature film like sports racing, you know, <laughs> like fast and the furious type shit. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're not, we're just driving cars. Okay. Right. Like we're not in that <laughs> space. We're just having sex. Right. So it doesn't have to be as crazy elaborate or, or gorgeous as whatever. You just really need to give her love. She deserves love and pleasure just like you do. So share it with her, you know, and embrace her. And um, yeah, connect with yourself because it, it was such an eye opener for myself. And I know it's such an eye opener for so many people. And it's such an easy task. You're like, oh, that's whatever. But have you done it? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Let me guess. You haven't done okay. it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say this is the perfect time to do it in quarantine and try new sex toys. And if you haven't tried a lube, like a cannabis lube, that's definitely like a tip you guys need to try for sure. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Multiple <laughs> orgasms. <laughs> I love that homework. I think that's the best. It will increase your pleasure a thousand percent because just of you being conscious of where it is, you will be able to access your orgasms a lot more easier. Promise. I'll, I'll do it for that. You had me at orgasm. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I love talking about this stuff because we all deserve pleasure. It's it's the biggest heartbreaker when I find out that people aren't having it. Because like I said, and I'll say it a million times more, if you're not having a healthy sex life, you're not having a healthy life. Mm-hmm. You deserve pleasure. Don't forget it. <laughs> writing it down. Where can listeners continue to connect with you? Yeah, listeners, if you really enjoyed this podcast and you want to still connect with me, you can find me at AntoinetteGomez.com or PleasurePeaks.com, our sexual health company. You can also listen to our amazing podcast on Spotify. It's called The Pleasure Talks Podcast. And uh, please follow us on Instagram. We have an amazing online community and absolutely love it all we also um, accept submissions for our blog i love the ladies when they write their own cannabis and sex stories <laughs> and share them with us so yes we're very community-based come to one of our retreats when they're available next and thanks so much for having me it's been a fun time thank you so much to antoinette for being on the podcast today we had such a great time talking about cannabis and sexual health and i loved exploring more about cbd and all those other things you can add in and you were really into the yoni eggs. I, I was so confused when I found them. So I needed her to explain I, that you probably got that in yeah. my energy. <laughs> yes. Anyway, but it got all the good information. Yes, so. exactly. And thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in today. Yeah. Thank you so much. And if you have a few minutes, we would love if you could rate, review, and subscribe to Honey Do Me Podcast on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us to get the word out to other people. And like we've said before, we really believe in this information and we believe that people deserve to have it. And we have a little treat for you. If you leave a review, 
you can screenshot it and DM it to us on Instagram at Podcast. If you don't have an Instagram, you can also email us at honeydoomypodcast at gmail.com. And in exchange for your review, we will send you a limited edition. Very first time exclusive. Honey Do Me Podcast sticker. <laughs> I know it sounds small, but it's so fucking exciting to It's us. so cute. Um, you can put it on your, your water bottle, your forehead, your car, your, your baby. Yep. It's <laughs> totally up to you. Um, but they're super cute. And all you have to do is screenshot your review. Let us know your address. And we're going to support the, the, post, the post postal office. service. Yeah. And send it right on over to you. Yeah. So Yay. You're welcome. All right. You're welcome. <laughs> well, we'll see you next week then. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> you.